Daily Talk Show, episode 481. What's happening, guys? What's going on? S- Scooter Derek is hey uh, in the building today. Hey, thanks Hi. for popping past. It is absolutely my pleasure. <laughs> How I did you uh, get here? Push bike. Hey, that's a lie. <laughs> it's a push bike. Is your skateboard a skateboard? Yeah, I'd never. I'd call it an electric skateboard. All right, ele- all right an e-bike. An e-bike. Yep. yep. An overly powerful e-bike. Shh. And so what's the deal with it? So I was searching something the other day. Um, I think it was like bike shop. I Googled Mm. and it was like e-bike, like what came up as like the number one thing. And then I realized it was some fucking side hustle that you had. Yeah, I know. I've got Melbourne City e-bikes. What? And I've also got a company called Cruise Electric. Yeah, Cruise Electric. I think that's what it was. So what's the deal? Sounds cool though, doesn't it? Cruise Electric. You love the bit of domain grabbing. Cruise is in like a cruise ship, that spelling. Cruise, yeah, With the Z? Like cruising, uh, but electric. Just spell it for us. C R U I S E. Okay. Cruiseelectric.com. And so, are you? Um, just firstly, sorry guys, before we jump into this, we appreciate you coming to the show, Derek. Uh, we've got some fucking very exciting news. Our episode 500th live show mm-hmm. has been locked in. Yes. And you can now get your tickets. It's a free event. It is a free event. Oh, where is it? It's at AU79 around the corner here. You're a bit yelly. Yeah, because I'm getting excited, mate. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're actually, you're, you look like you've inverted. That's how bad your core is today. Is it really that bad? Yeah, lift your energy, I'm, son. I think I'm literally just... Uh, De- depressed. No, I think I'm modelling Derek. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, be- I'm excited. No, I'm excited because we've been... What do you mean? I'm relaxing. <laughs> yeah. Two cores don't make a right, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Mr97's been working on the Eventbrite page where you have to register to be coming because mm-hmm. you can't just rock up even though it is free. You've got to get your tickets. Mm-hmm. Mr. 97, where are we getting this from? The tickets? Yeah, where, buddy. They'll be in everyone's Instagram bio. Okay. What? Everyone? Everyone. Can we get um, – Derek, can you put in yours? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, great. Okay. So if you go on there, there's the Eventbrite link. And which you'll Instagram be able to do you want it in? Put it in. Oh, yeah, which business? He's got about 17. Yeah. Can so. you put it in Cruise Electric? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I've got Instagram for that. <laughs> you might, mate. You might. Anyway, it's happening. Uh, live show. Mm-hmm. It's on the 29th of this month, 29th of October. Kicks off at 6.30 p.m. I'm already nervous about uh, meeting the Gronk Squad. Oh, Why? Am I... Uh, Am I hugging everyone hello? Yes. No, mate. I'm going to keep you out back and bring you out <laughs> when we come on stage for the I live show at 7.30 p.m. Can we, uh, because yes. I can't. You're a bloody liability. <laughs> we don't have insurance that's high enough to cover the awkwardness that people will <laughs> suffer from yeah. meeting you. <laughs> I literally, like, the other day, uh, I went to a wine bar, which I never do. It was for, for a birthday party. And the hugging slash handshake... Went so poorly <laughs> that I turned to Brie as we arrived and I said, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the guy was so nice, but he's like, let's reset. Yeah. That was mid. He said, let's reset. Let's oh, reset. Really fucked oh, it. Wow. Because, yeah. because I, I tried to do, um, the thing is that I'm not good at oh. reading. And so if someone puts their hand out, I sometimes ignore that and go for the hug. Yeah, because you're but so then, transfixed on what you want to do, what you think you need to be doing no, at that moment. No, it's not even that. I'm God, just, what is it? Yeah, I don't know. It's like karate, man. You Time goes slower when you're confident. You just wait. The signs are there. 
You mm. let someone decide. Mm. So it's harder for me. Like I, you know, in the nineties and the even the eighties, tap on the bums. It was full. That was full hugs. It, French friend, kisses, kisses on the lips, just mm. straight up. Hey, yeah. hey, go yeah. yeah. straight on the chops, mm. right? But as you. Was that old, because of your scene as well that you're in? Yeah, this, this kind of thing. But were there orgy like in the scene that you're in? Is there? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm being serious for a moment. Uh, would you have you ever been a swinger? No. Okay. Well, would you what, answer? What do you mean by that? <laughs> would you, would you answer? Size of my... A swinger. <laughs> have you ever been to Club Abode that was on St no, Kilda no, Road? No, never, never, never. So there was a. Uh, my brother lived with Ed Cavley. Actually, uh, he lived across the road in St Kilda, so across the road from a swingers club. And the reason I know is because my mate had his 18th birthday there and I had older brothers that told me that that's where orgies went down. So when my mate's having his 18th birthday party, I'm quizzing the security guards about where all the fucking art from the wall, where there's hooks, where's all the the art gone? What was that? So they they were pretending it wasn't, it was just a a venue for hire. This is a venue. And um, this same kid, I remember staying over at his house and his parents would leave to go out, would be home alone or babysitter or something. I remember they were like in full leathers. I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. But his dad likes to party and he looks like Bruce Willis. So I feel like. Either way, sorry, quick story. So the Colonel, they call him the Colonel that that owned this swingers club. I'm not even joking. It's not KFC, bro. No, no, no. (laughs) The Colonel. Seven. I actually filmed. I filmed there. Did you at abode for um, Fifi and Jules? They did some form of blackout challenge. <laughs> if it had Jules the involved, colonel, it was the fucking colonel. It definitely. He had like a. Yeah, I reckon. Can you look it up? Uh, abode. You're not going to find the Fifi and abode, Jules. Abode the colonel. No, I know, but just seeing if there's like some information on him. Anyway, he would come over, and I think he like he knocked on my my brother's door before. I think they were doing like some like getting to sign something. But I remember just telling me the Colonel. Anyway, that's a swingers wow. club. My my elder brother's friend has been there mm. and, um, yeah. What, what? yeah no, <laughs> Some so, serious uh, shit went down. So hang on. Is that, there, there's got to be different levels of swingers. Like there's full orgy nightclub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's the organised open relationship kind of I, I think there's a group around. Without, I don't know much about it yet, but I know that there's a group that plan on doing a podcast that are who are uh, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a there might be five hundred of them, and so in a, in a, in a club. I don't think they all go for it at once, but it's sort of this ah uh, yeah non monogamous relationship they call it. And so, how close have you been to that scene in your life? Never, nowhere near. Really, Derek's a married man. Remember, with kids. we are no, you, but they are you can talking be... about promiscuous? That's a different thing. Well, you know, like you I saw the party, I mean, you, you can't you, swing. You know if you've been to a swingers party or not. And yeah. so, have you and been you to, to a swingers a party? Have yeah. you put your e-bike key? On <laughs> a, so, so, I never had a partner. So have I you like taken single. somebody home from a key in the bowl party on your electric e-bike? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great one. And they go, oh no, what? <laughs> no, but I have. It's um, uh, no, but I've I've seen a photo that you've posted where you are wearing what could be described as like fishnet. <laughs> but like for the body, that's not sexy. What what is that scene though? What scene are you in there? That's like a the joke. Only, being the only middle aged fat white guy in Australia wearing a fishnet singlet. Yeah, it's very bad. Like, have you been to, to a, a string ga- vest? Have you been to a gay club before? Yeah, yeah. Have you, Josh? No. It's an experience. We should go in West Hollywood. Oh yeah. 
I've been to a gay club in West Hollywood. It was the only thing open and we were still wired and wanted to party. And it was fucking 2 a.m. And uh, we went to this gay club with these these gals. And, um, I mean, Ash Williams will be able to give us some updates, like mm-hmm. what goes down at these gay clubs in L.A. Yeah. And Mr. 97, geez, they would walk in. He would, uh, they'd be like hyenas drooling. <laughs> I tell you about the my have I told you my Q and A story? Q and A, as in the ABC show. Well, let me. Well, okay, no, <laughs> well, that's a no, right? So, some friends Same of mine ba- back in the day, some friends of mine said, "Oh, let's go to. Do you want to go to Q and A Thursday night at the Builders Arms, mate? Quanda, yeah." And I've gone. Well, sounds great. Yeah, you've tweeted before. I absolutely yeah. love Quanda <laughs> quiz nights. Yeah, I quiz. You know what I mean? I watch Sailor Century yeah. and. I love, you know, the idea of a quiz night, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going, yeah, so I'm all fired up. And we all, we get there and we drink and drink and drink and everyone's like pretty smashed. And I'm playing pool against this, all these lesbians, like low, the whole room's full of lesbians. I'm going, mm-hmm. geez, lesbians love trivia, love, <laughs> love, love trivia right? I'm thinking this is great. And and the the whole place was, was, was full of, um, Queer people and and all sorts of flamboyant sort of uh, trans people and all this. I'm going, wow, this is this is fantastic. Um, but when are they going to start the fucking trivia? <laughs> right? And I, and I, all night, I ended up paro having the time of my life, and we had we had an absolute ball with uh, with everybody. And in the end, I've said to my friend, I said, when's the Fucking Q and A starting, and do you know what it meant? It means no. queer and alternative. It was a queer and alternative. <laughs> night. Um, and uh, well, you're very alternative. That's why I'm asking you about uh, the. I feel like you'd own leathers at least. What do you mean, like kinky leathers? Yeah, some for like chaps. You've had a pair of chaps. Ch- sorry, chap. What's it yeah, called? Arseless chaps. Arseless chaps. I got a question, and this came up the other day. You my, haven't answered, so I'm taking that as a yes. I will get to it. Arseless chaps, is that like saying 3 a.m. in the morning? Chaps don't have – chaps are, are, are – you know what they are? No. Well, I think they are Look it up, Mr. leather Seven. things that you Definition. wear in front of your jeans Yeah. To for the dirt and the – Yeah, so, so like, yeah, yeah, like uh, cowboys wear them. So it would be like just wearing the chaps with no pants on means that they're arseless chaps. Oh, I see. I That's thought, right. I thought Maybe. There was, a, there was an idea that there was – Chaps, and then there was arseless chaps. Well, it's just uh, maybe it's just not wearing pants. What is it? No, yeah. the, the, Derek's right. They're, they're like the, the things that you wear at like the bull riding or That's whatever. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But they're sturdy coverings for the legs consisting of leggings and a belt. Is there yeah, any so difference between stitch, stitch arseless the leggings ch- and you got arseless chaps? Mm-hmm. That's what we've worked So at. have you ever or no? <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, I've worn arseless chaps before. You would have, but didn't you do a bit of exotic for the stripping dancing? days? Yeah, it was when I—I I mean, it was all—it was co- culturally inappropriate. Mm. <laughs> I was dressed up as a um, Indian from uh, YMCA, like the yeah, yeah, the, the village people, because he wears these like things, mm. and I, I had a little oh, g-string on, so my bum was out going there. Over Uluru. Yeah, mate, don't fucking compare my stripping <laughs> outfit well, to I mean, I was someone very, yeah. from Uluru. Well, we've, oh, uh, oh yeah, no, we won't mention that. No, as it, no. Well, was it, when I was a kid, I climbed Uluru and then we found out that you can't fucking, you're know, meant to do that. But when you're a 15-year-old, you've got no idea. Yeah, and, and yeah, I, yeah, um, you can't, yeah, can't we've, blame. We've, 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 we've gone through this and decided uh-huh. you're completely and utterly innocent. Oh, well, you are. Well, you are. T- talking ethics, uh, you, you went to a, a podcast <laughs> event 
the other week. <laughs> I went along to Ozpod. It's put on by the ABC and it's a big um, conference. Where the fuck was call. our invitation? Yeah. Not oh, from you, not from you. Shameless. From... Like there was a bunch of people. Well, I, I, I like the idea of going to see <laughs> um, Zara and Michelle. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. Are they Gronks? Mm-hmm. Are they the yeah, Gronks they're Gronks. Yeah. 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 yeah, part of the Gronks. So Gronks. I thought it'd be great to see them on the stage and mm-hmm. I looked at the program and it was um, they were doing a intense ten minutes or something like mm-hmm. that, and right in the middle of the day. One of those speed round talkings. Yeah, yeah, and I do a bit of work for in the in my studio, mm-hmm. Castaway Studios, where I do a bit of work for. Uh, Just insert his that cost me seventy mid roll. <laughs> insert his mid roll ad here. <laughs> I, I do a bit of work for a, another uh, a podcast company mm-hmm. in Sydney. I won't mention their name. And they because he doesn't want to cloud <laughs> it with Castaway Studios because yeah. I'm more important. <laughs> Did no, Castaway Studios have anything to do with um, the film? No, but there is a ball that I use for my to hold up my re- wrestling mm-hmm. mask that is known as uh, Wilson. But he's, he's to- told us about the Castaway thing. I can't it's like what the, the studio was. is like you cast away. If my wife only asked me oh, yesterday. past podcast. Cast. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which anyway, we thought was really yeah, clever. Yeah. Anyway, so you The idea um, is it's a studio everyone can use, accessible, so you can – so it's like, yeah, cast away. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like that's been lost. Fuck away. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> what, you say fuck away? Fuck away. <laughs> now what? It's, it's my version of fuck off. Like, I go on, fuck away. <laughs> okay. oh, it doesn't matter. Do people actually say fuck We're away? I'm the only one that does. Yeah. But I tried to yeah. – it didn't, didn't, didn't work. Anyway, so OzPod was on and uh, you uh, – I wanted to get to see Zara Michelle mm-hmm. and I also wanted to see uh, – Marley Silver as well. Marley Silver. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the company in Sydney booked my studio for the morning, mm-hmm. right? And podcasting is not hugely lucrative when you're an independent. And so it was a ton of dough. It was $191 for a ticket to go to the conference. It was like, I'm going to miss out on what I would have liked to have seen. What are some creative ways, Mr. 97, if you're a a young dude who, um, you know, if you weren't working for us and didn't necessarily have a job but you're podcasting, Mm. how would you you creatively try and get a ticket, do you think? If you had no cash. Probably get in touch with one of the event organisers or sponsors and uh-huh. just reach out to them asking if you could get a ticket or you could, yeah, do something in return for a ticket, uh-huh. well, something lot, like that. Like a lot of those success summits, like the one Gary V was at, he uh, there's a whole heap of volunteers that mm. set up the chairs mm-hmm. yeah. or like fucking packed out. Yeah, and yeah. So you just volunteer. Yeah, you had a bunch get of Melbourne Uni students doing I did that. that? T-shirts all matching and everything. Cute. So anyway, you – you thought the hundred and ninety bucks for it was a, it 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 didn't. I kind of wanted to go because I want to be seen, and I, I'm kind of uh, my career involves being involved in podcasts. Do you think you're a bit of a? Would you are you a character within the podcast scene? Do you think not yet? But that's what that's that's the goal. That's, yeah, that's the goal. And what did you just I, look I, at, Tommy? You sort of you looked him up. Realizing how handsome I am. No, yeah, yeah. So, so I. I kind of wanted to go and I started building up this kind of socialist kind of, fuck that. How dare the ABC charge $191 for 
for a poor podcaster to go when they're probably slinging out free tickets to the Australian and, uh, and SBS and all. Love this it. is to- totally making this up. Well, that but, was the funny thing because you've told the story before and you were just saying everyone had free tickets. No one was paying. Well, that was my, yeah, well, now I'm dumbing it down because <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So anyway, I started building up this sort of righteousness that I guess all crims probably do. Yeah. Crimson creatives. <laughs> <laughs> They're very similar. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck that. And considering, uh, and I did, 97 was bang on because I did, when they booked the studio, I did say. This is the Sydney, the Sydney podcast company. company. Yep. 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 So I said, look, I, I wanted to go to this conference and now it's only going to be a half day. So your job is to get give me one of your tickets. And they said, oh, I don't think they said, got- fuck off. <laughs> they said, well, they didn't have any. Fuck away. <laughs> fuck away. Do you like it? Not really. Uh, <laughs> fuck away. So, it does seem a bit try hard, I feel like, when I say it, fuck away. No, you're, you're yeah. not putting in. The hand helps. Yeah. yeah fuck away. So, so yeah. <laughs> what, what was I talking about? I yeah, so yeah, you're, so you're, 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 you're asked, trying to, fl- you're you're trying to fleece people for tickets. Up. Yeah, so I said, I said, yeah, get me a ticket. And why are they in a position to get a ticket, do you think? They're big, right? Mm-hmm. So, they're a big that, podcast the, company. The response I got Which was... Which one are they again? I'm not saying. I'm not <laughs> saying. The response, response I got was, we don't have anyone going from our firm and it's a particular genre where I clearly would not... It would be weird if I had the badge with their company name. The f- farmers podcasting <laughs> and the, you don't look like a farmer. <laughs> yeah, it was a skinhead group or something <laughs> like that. My hair was too long. So... Basically, no, that failed. And then I went, oh, fuck this. And then I went, and then my wife, I said to my wife, oh, this, I've got to record in the morning. And she goes, well, I'm, I've taken the day off so that you can go to this freaking conference. You better go. Mm. I'm going, oh. Did you what? explain that how much the tickets were? Did she think that you were? Uh, yeah, not really. I'm guessing what happened <laughs> is you said that you were going to get a ticket from this Sydney company, you thought it was a done deal. Exactly. So I <laughs> so I was my plan originally was like I calmed down a bit and I thought I'm gonna get on the tram and I'm gonna go in to the art center where it was at. You at least pay I'm gonna for get a selfie well. of myself and I'm gonna show my wife the evidence and say, couldn't get in, I tried everything, right? So I was ready to fail. That just not getting in trouble off her was my goal. So but then I worked out, I went, Oh, I know what I'm gonna and who was it that said, might have been you, was it you that suggested put last year's lanyard on? No, no. Are you sure? Are you weren't part of this no. No, definitely criminal not. conspiracy? No. Last year's lanyard, put it underneath? I mean, it's handy not being a – you're the opposite of a minimalist. Most people <laughs> chuck out their lanyards. This is the one time where a lanyard comes in handy. Yeah, it was just sitting there, still on a hook somewhere. So I put that on and then I wound up a, a cable and an old – Silvery, you know, the old rock and roll microphones, yeah. the SM58 kind of thing. And put it in my bag, got on the tram and built up my, uh, into my socialist anger and then hopped off the tram, walked, marched. What were you out. planning to do with the microphone? Oh, well, that, the idea with the microphone is oh, I was going to be rushing through to give it to someone and I was just staff, you know, that was the idea. Like I'd use it as a prop to sort of. Zoom, 
zoom in and was there someone cable connected? urgently needs this beat up old SM58 yeah, yeah, yeah. in was, this huge conference. Was there a ca- was there anything attached to the cable? The microphone, no. but you didn't have a recorder or anything. No, it was just a dead end. Okay. Into the bag. Into your bag. <laughs> yeah, it looks no, good. No, 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 like I, was just, I was just like trying to make it out that their microphone had broken. I got, it, got it, got it. So <clears throat> I got to the art centre and you know how it works. It's sort of a round, uh, it's like a round building with layers. Is it Hamer like Hall? A, or is like it a wedding it? cake. Is it near Hamer? Is it that one, art centre? On was St it? Kilda Street? Uh, yeah. St Kilda Road? Yeah. yeah, yeah near Hall, near yeah. the gallery, yeah. Or just next door to Hamer. So I thought yeah. I'll go in one of the doors in that weird bit where the stairs go down mm-hmm. and I went in there and went around on the inside. I thought this will be, make me look like I'm already in the building. And I got there there's just nobody. And there's one woman standing there and I said, is there a podcast thing around here? She goes, oh, yeah, level level six, go in the uh, elevator. Because well, absolutely oh, no, what you had to do one round of stairs here <laughs> and you nearly had to cancel the podcast. <laughs> So one round. You made me go to the next one. Yeah, we got three four. I'm down. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm in the elevator and now I'm going, fuck, my whole end. I I can't just kind of cruise in and build up to this. It's going to open into the. How much anxiety have you got at this point? He thinks he's he's in the matrix. I was excited. I felt like a little kid shoplifting or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, So I got my cord out of my bag and got it ready. And my lanyard, I sort of. Made it really lanyardy, but not outside. Like I puffed it out a bit, mm. so it was obvious. Like I was just a bit awkward. Just and yeah, it's the great, it's great. bit. So Are they at least ready? the same colour the, the lanyards from the previous. It turned year? out it was, but I didn't oh, know that. Oh, okay. Okay. So the doors open, and there's a like seven or eight freaking kids with you know ABC podcast event. Kind of name on their t-shirts, all facing me, just like that. <laughs> and it's just a photo of you, <laughs> black and white. <laughs> so Don't let him in. You know, just kind of got into the part and went. Well, they're they're not important enough. So time, I just time goes out. very slow, right? When you're doing this, <laughs> my heart it was <laughs> and that was actually you set heart yeah. right now yeah. from the stairs. We've actually we put an exile cable up his ass. So it's, a, it's a live feed. <laughs> Of the sound, of the sound. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah that's the good. sound the of the heartbeat. <laughs> there we go. So what happens? So I slowed time down, and I get to the, <laughs> and I turned left and just marched along. So I'm going along the corridor, and at the end of the corridor, I could see clearly the the guard house, if you like, the table with all the lanyards and mm-hmm. where you go mm-hmm. with your ticket, mm-hmm. and then to the and then to the left of it was a coffee machine and stuff like that. And in the distance, I could see the doors into the auditorium. What time of day was it? Know, it must have been about 12. Or okay. Like that. So I thought, right, here's what I'm going to do. Walk along here looking important, swing my arms about a bit, go, ah, and I did the whole, ah, there it is, and started heading directly diagonally towards the door and then I heard the voice. What did they say? Hi, can I help you? Uh, have you got a lanyard? <laughs> Were you not making any eye contact? No, no, no. I was heading the opposite way. I was clearly not going to the desk. You're trying not to. Yeah, if you don't look at people, they don't yeah. look at you. That's or what you if, think. That's what I was hoping. <laughs> at le- or so at least the fuck away. <laughs> Good yeah. work. Yeah. And then. Um, so she says, how can I help you? And I went up and I said, look, I. Um, what do you think you should have said before you say what you actually said? Do you think you said the right thing? 
Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Nailed it. All right. What did you, what did you say? I'm assuming you said I need to deliver this microphone. Like you stayed on script. On the plan. I told her about the microphone. All right. I, I went up to the desk and I said, she said, do you have a ticket? And I said, no. no. Actually, sort of no. Well, kind of. And <laughs> She said, well, you got that lanyard. What's that? <laughs> it was tucked away. There was no evidence that I was, it was last year's mm-hmm. lanyard. Can you just confirm that you didn't have the Daily Talk Show jumper on? Did you have the jumper on? <laughs> I did. You? I did. Oh, <laughs> did you no, really? I didn't know. <laughs> I had a, um, a brand shirt with a collar and everything. It was amazing. Great. Yeah. Felt weird. Tommy Hillfinger or something. Yeah. Hillfinger. <laughs> anyway, and so go it's on. His funeral shirt. <laughs> so then I kind of started going, oh, and I just rolled into this whole truth vibe and went, oh, Radical. look, no, I don't. I was squidgy when I was 14. I just. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I got bit by a dog and I've, I've always been sad. So I said, look, I've got, I had, I was coming. I was ready to pay all the dough. It was a lot of money for, a, for an independent podcaster. And then I got a booking, believe it or not, ironically, to record a podcast this morning and then it was like, oh, you know what? Like for half a day, because I really wanted to see Zara McDonald and Michelle and all that. And I really wanted to see Marley. Yeah. Marley. And I hope you you had their names like in your head <laughs> when you yeah. I, I did all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got their yeah. names. And 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 I thought, well, it's not worth it's not it's just not worth it. So what I was gonna do is I got the cable to make myself look like I was staff. And the lanyard from last year underneath, and I was just going to try and just bullshit my way in. <laughs> and straight up, she's gone. And that's the end of the story. I can't tell you. I'm not telling you anymore. Yeah. Because the secret is going to be revealed on the 500th episode. All right. To what happened next. Oh, my God. He's like, like 3D, deal. He's like 3D <laughs> deal with me. I know these guys will love a bit of suspense. When's our 500th episode? But honesty. Pretty soon. Honesty, yeah. honesty soon. Is, is very important. And so what was the highlight of the event? What was great was um, <laughs> I did get, get in there in time to see Marley talk a little bit and then almost immediately it became lunch break mm-hmm. and it was uh, awesome. Did, I, did you really help yourself to the food? <laughs> Nothing like a tax-free lunch, <laughs> yeah. a taxpayer lunch. Yeah. You don't know whether I paid or not, excuse yeah. me. Uh-huh. For the lunch now. But what was the, f- what was the food? <laughs> it was nice. It was rolls with nice like roast beef and stuff like that. And Classic. There was some classic stuff. It wasn't yeah. like a sit-down meal. They have, um, but the dessert was amazing. <laughs> Lots of tiny little guys. like Rocky Road. Teeny little, uh, yeah, probably got about. Hedgehogs 15, and stuff. 15 of them. I feel like you've got a big relationship <laughs> with um, catering. Uh, <laughs> no, no, because I remember you actually went to a specific, I remember you talking about. This is the early days of our friendship. I feel like you were talking about an event and the big selling point was, oh, they had really great catering. I wonder what it was. I can't remember which oh, one we it went was. To a, we went to a pod. great <laughs> catering <laughs> event the other, other week at the, university, at the Melbourne University. It was like in one of those buildings, Michael Bungay. Oh, yeah, that was standard. great. That was, was so good. All like a, it was vegan. It was lovely. I mean, that was a that full like restaurant. like an eggplant sort of dish. Um, Sneaky into places though. When I, I went to... Um, do you remember when, like, uh, 
there was those big rave parties at Rod Laver Arena. Like at, official ones. Oh, it was huge. What was it? Two Tribes. Oh, yeah. Two yeah, Tribes, yeah. I think it was called. And it was like when growing up, I don't know. I was done with raving by then. Oh, but it was huge. And so there'd be always people sneaking into that. And you get masses of people mm. doing a fence jump. And so then everyone like rushes. And so there was like, you see the commotion stirring. It's almost like, uh, uh, you know, the vibes of the stuff that's happening in Melbourne at the moment. Yeah. Riots. <laughs> it's like, have you ever, so we we're talking about this, um, I think it was only yesterday about protests. And we've, um, we're a few pussies. We've never done any sort of protest. You've been a protest guy? I got a bit wound up when I listened to your yesterday's episode. About what? Really? What did you uh, get wound up? I don't know. I just kind of was just going, if you're fucking, if you, I reckon if you're under 40, because I put myself in a different category so I don't get mm-hmm. judged by my own rant. If you're under 40 and you go, oh, why would they want to disrupt? Then you're a, you're a fucking shit cunt. <laughs> <laughs> disrupt. Well, hang on, hang on. Do you know what I mean? This is the fucking whole world is coming to pieces. Yeah. It's going to die. And you're going, oh, yeah, but I'm stopping business. You know, why would you but do you that? Cannot, you can't, really you actually cross. can't have oh, this thought up. and never have attended one because then you're just as so much definitely Yeah, SC. that's why I made it under 40s. <laughs> No, so well, so I have. I did. I took my kids to the climate, climate crisis. One, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about on like? Did you? What was like the? What was the night in the nineties or the eighties? Mm-hmm. What were you guys protesting about? Uh, there was there was a few wars that we went to. Mm-hmm. I went protesting them. Vietnam. Uh, that's, that was a bit. That's a, too old. No, Iraq and all that. Oh yeah, was that, what, that would have been like Australia. Oh, John Howard mm-hmm. got on board a corrupt. Uh, just got on board with America and sent Australian troops into a war that destroyed Iran and caused mm. more people to die mm. than the freaking Holocaust in Germany. You Do know you mean that, Iraq? Right? Iraq, yeah. Iraq, you said Iran. Mm. Oh, sorry. I mean, this is stuff so complex. I was listening to a guy who served over there in 2006 and he was saying he was fighting alongside Afghan citizens. And so when people have that view on... They're just over there killing everybody. He was saying, which was an interesting view because I've always thought they fucking went over there and tore the shit apart. The, the There's a crisis in the country itself of the people that live there. The Afghans are killing Afghan people. The, you know, the terrorist groups are made up of local citizens, local people, mm. and then there's the local army. And so the American troops are fighting alongside the Afghans and they were best mates and they lost soldiers from the Afghans that they cared about. And so they're on, it's, it's, this is, it's super complicated. Mm. Yeah, and it's also, I guess, like the US funding a bunch of wars. So they put in a bunch of money mm. to d- different groups. And then there's obviously things that happen based on that shit. Things go down. It's like, okay, well, what, what's their responsibility? They chose, to, they chose to hunt down and kill Saddam Hussein mm. based on the, the made up story that he had we- weapons of mass destruction. Do you remember that? Weapons he was a piece of fucking shit, though. He was a piece of shit, and there's pieces of shit yeah. all over the world. I mean, you, you went into pot. They're happy to let their country. Everyone's happy to just let pieces of shit run all kinds of countries and <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and kill millions of their own citizens. We don't invade them, so they decided to go in and they. Saddam Hussein was holding a very delicate uh, country together. And so when they removed him, the whole place went to shit. Mm. And it still is. It's all fucked. It's completely fucked. What about all the stuff? I thought that was interesting. But they made up the story about what messes, the weapons of mass destruction mm. wasn't true. 
that was just made well, up. Well, they John Howard. They never found it. Mm. It's illegally. They should be tried as war criminals. Mm. George Bush, John Howard, and the dude who's in charge of England. Coalition of the willing, they call it. And so, what were the sorts of protests that you were doing? Well, they'd have a, a, a no war protest here and there. I'm not. I'm not a big protester. I'm just saying. No, but you went this to. A, the you've been to more country. protests than we have. All right, you've been I to went, the the best one. I'll tell you about a fun. I've been to a shitload. Because that's why I understand. There's a lot of. Di- I'm not a bloody protest guy. <laughs> but there's unless it's got disco, you know. <laughs> well, that's what I find is like. Um, does it? Uh, do protests lose their impact when the protesters are having f- too much fun? <laughs> So when I saw them doing sort <laughs> the of a disco or whatever, I was like, oh, this is a flash mob. Uh, flash mobs could be... by disco. Yeah, or like a silent disco sort of thing. So I was wondering, I wonder if the efficacy of that versus doing something like I feel like maybe starvation sort of fucking protest could have more cut through. Well, the idea of the climate rally is that it's, it's, it's not a protest. No one's protesting anything. It's just a show of... For yeah. fuck's sake, you know, yeah, like it's yeah, ridiculous yeah. that people are still even having a conversation mm-hmm. about whether it's real or not. And so what do you think it's comes out of cor- those it's things? It's corrupt. What, 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 do, what do you think will come out of it? Because I guess we, we got Mr 97 to put together Google protests that have helped something. Yeah. Did you yeah. find any? Yeah, he, yeah, he found a few. Um, Arab Springs, all that sort of thing. Uh, the, the music one was pretty good in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. That was The fun. big day lot. out? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big day out for a lot of people. No, the the Liberal government in Victoria, the state government, did that. You know how they're tearing Sydney apart with that lockout laws and all mm-hmm. that? They started doing that here and they introduced, they decided that alcohol uh, and music venues were destroying society, right? So they they made it so that anyone who had live music on had to have a official security guy on every entrance. So if you had a tiny little pub in Brunswick with a guy playing a violin, the pub had to hire three security guards because those old mm. pubs have got doors everywhere, mm. sometimes five security guards by law or lose their licence because they need more security. And the point is live music, historically, statistically, no violence mm. at live music events. All the violence is is uh, methamphetamine and speed and mm-hmm. people getting drunk in King Street at discos and stuff, which were you know pretty much left alone. And then they introduced lockout laws and stuff. Oh, so the live music, so they were live even, music got they crippled. were doing a they had a distinction between a DJ playing music and someone with an instrument. Is that what you're saying? The no, disco I think, thing. I think the. I think there's something in the live music. If you're a DJ, if there's someone up there manning it, that's that is, a, that is live music. That's live. That okay, becomes sure. live music. Yeah, I think something like that. It's which is ridiculous. But it was just an outrageous, really weird, mm. Orwellian mm. kind of crazy Big Brother thing that happened, and it was just like get fucked. This and is so ridiculous. Saying the get fucked, it actually stopped it. They thought we got to stop this. Yeah, yeah, this because ridiculous. it became clear there was a, the whole of Melbourne got a march, massive march. Mm. Up, you know, standing, marching on Parliament with signs. I had baby Tom when he was about Bodie's age up yeah. on my shoulders. And it was ace because it was just music. Mm-hmm. You weren't going, the world's going to die or anything like that. Like yeah. it is now. Did your wife go with you? Yeah, she was there. Yeah. It was good fun. And and, and, it, uh, and they sorted it out. That's and so 
the thing with the sword, I guess what I'm not sure on, and it's my ignorance in regards to I need to read up on these types of things, what what are they <clears throat> seeking with this this latest sort of disruption sort of stuff? What are the tangible things that they're asking for? They want you and you and you to wake the fuck up mm. and go, It's this is it, this is time mm-hmm. for everybody to take not just to, so not does that just mean not having straws? Water what, bottle. What? Get into the city and let the politicians know that the majority need this, or they won't vote for you. Mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah, it has to be. It's not about straws and bottle tops and shit like that. It's about numbers. It's it's time. Mm-hmm. I'm not even a political guy, but it's just it. You can feel it. Mm-hmm. Surely, you yeah, can I can feel, feel your your political guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's no. what I'm feeling. This <laughs> it just feels Jeez. like it's time. It's time. Yeah. You know, uh, when I was growing up, I just we we've just had on our show um, Dan's dad, who's a psychologist. Child Hang psychologist. on to your hat is the name, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So we were talking, and I asked him the question. I said, "What's the difference between?" I said, "You were, when you were raising kids, you had to raise them in the shadow." of nuclear holocaust, mm-hmm. right? So when I was a kid, when I was my kid's age, we were told all the time by the news and everyone, any day the Russians had enough bombs to kill, to destroy the whole world ten times over and so did America. Nuclear. Right? I remember that feeling yeah. when I was a kid. It was nuclear terrifying. Bombs. You were mm-hmm. all, yeah, and, and it got to the stage where it was on the news all the time. They had a Cuban missile crisis where it nearly did happen. There was like one Russian soldier that just used his own, he was meant to, it was like, right, they're coming, I'm meant to kick it off. He was meant to press the button. He could see on the radar that they were being attacked by America. So he was meant to press the button. That was his job. What happened? And everything was in place to kill everybody in the world, right? And he went, no, fucking no. I had an Aussie guy over there. Look, it was I'm putting it. Yeah. I'm, fuck away. Please. <laughs> fuck away. <laughs> Forgive me if that's completely wrong, audience and you guys. But but I mean, it's a good fucking story. It's a great story. It's, this is how, what this is what happened. I love that you're like. I don't know if that's the story. I'm like, it's a great story. Like, well, it's it's what happened. And it was a computer glitch, and it was something that went wrong. Or it was a flock of birds or something, mm. and it wasn't. Obviously, we know now that it wasn't America destroying Russia because they had a situation where um, there was so the, – the threat of mass destruction was so high, no one could afford to attack each other in any way. So they had all these wars, you know, they engaged in wars in it's Vietnam like and Korea and all that, mm-hmm. which annihilated other people's countries because that's where they played against each other. And so like. it was sort of a lower weapon type of thing. It's like, oh, like we can't, we can't use the proper ones. Go to a jungle like somewhere. In, yeah. yeah. It's horrible. It's disgusting. How about? Uh, but I said, well, 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 now we've got, I've got, we're raising our kids where this other threat, this climate change threat, like what's the difference? Mm-hmm. The difference is that if the bombs don't go off, everything's okay. Whereas this doesn't go away. You either slow it down or you don't, but it's still. And so what are we, there. so my feeling is it seems very, very big. Seems completely out of our control. I'm hoping that there's someone that's smart as fuck. I was watching on the news and some guy from Iraq who lives in Queensland's created something that's like cures cancer. It's DNA and shit. 
a guy was like, in the next 15 years, I think cancer will be completely cured, right? I'm sort of hoping for there to be some sort of thing that fucking sucks up all the CO2 or some shit. We're good. Yeah. Look, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Mm. I mean, but the watch the, watch the um, Bill Gates documentary. Look at the money they're tipping into solving these big problems. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And they still can't get their just Do you yet. vote? 97? No, I'm, I'm a Kiwi citizen, so I can't vote over here. You vote? Yeah. You go vote? Yeah, yeah. Don't I do a donkey, you, don't whack. No, 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 you got to. No, no, mm-hmm. But what if we all said you don't vote once every four years or three years? What, why don't we just say we vote three times a year? Can you imagine all that? Too much admin. Mm. No, 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 I'm not, not, no, not an election. In your mind, mm-hmm. right? So you go to your big vote, but all your little votes are attending this rally or going to this going to this thing mm. or discussing something. You Do you know, think you say, that right, a, this is a big vote because at Christmas dinner I'm going for it. So for someone like me who's someone's opinion. not necessarily uh, right nor left, nor like I'm just sort of a bit sort of in the middle, maybe a little bit left, if like I wonder, like I think about how my understanding with it and then I put the frame of say, my dad or someone who's sort of more conservative, do these things act to create change or does it create more division and get those people who... There's a ton more division and fuck that. If 40% of people are divided Mm -hmm. forever and one of them is in your family, bad luck Mm -hmm. because you just need to work like politics. You need to work for a majority and it's not left and right. Mm -hmm. It's right and wrong. Mm -hmm. It's not left and right. We're talking about just going, it's big, it's the big money. I sound like a foil hat guy, right, but I'm just not. <laughs> no, you, you sound like it, a lefty. <laughs> but it's not left. This is a weapon. Yeah, you, but. Uh, the, you know, how the, you hate the word millennial, yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because it's it. a weapon. The word millennium is a weapon used against you guys, right, because we call you pansies and soft, soft cocks and whatever, like a yeah. bunch of soft millennials entitled, rah, rah, rah. whereas. We know that you've dropped into a world where you, they're telling you you can't buy a house and they're mm-hmm. telling you you're fucked and the world's going to blow up in a climate crisis. That's a shit, that's a shit thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so they're using words against you, left and right. It's not left and right. It's whoever is still, whoever is still burning fucking brown coal because of, because of money. Is an arsehole. Yeah, and it's so I guess that simple. The, yeah, I guess there are those things that are blatantly obvious. Those yep. types of scenarios. Yep. Um, but then I guess as you get to more and more nuance, then it is no longer a right or wrong thing. It's a right or wrong thing based on your own personal values. But don't you think that there's an empathy bit in not uh, not allowing for prejudice behaviour? So you see Andrew Bolt or whatever in the Adam Goods doco and you're like, well, he's actually just being a piece of shit. And, but there are, is what, he's, is what he is doing trying to be malicious? There's something, like there's something that's fucking not necessarily right in, in his thinking. Yeah. But I think that if you look at the broader spectrum, that being a more obvious case of it just being, no, he's wrong, what about like the light and shade where it's like you've got a Christian, like someone who is extremely religious who 
doesn't, uh, you know, fucking believe in abortions or whatever that is. If you if you if you let your if you let some ancient beliefs or whatever allow you to then torture or make someone else's life uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you're a bit of a prick, right? Mm-hmm. But if you but in the Andrew Bolt thing, I think about this a lot. I still haven't decided whether he's an absolute asshole mm-hmm. or a first class, fully fledged, super asshole, mm-hmm. right? And if he's just going, oh, this is my job mm. to be an arsehole, then that's unforgivable. That is completely unforgivable. Yeah. If he's just a dirty, horrible, yeah, where does selfish, that, that's why nasty I person and believes that, then he's just an arsehole. So we can't understand, like, because yeah, because I was, I listen to so him. The people I'm like, that publish him, are I don't. Assholes. Yeah, I don't understand that perspective. Like, I don't understand where he's coming from, which. I guess in the broader range of issues, when you look way broader and then it becomes not so easy to distinguish, it's more the nuance type of thing. So some people saying, okay, well, it's not this, it's that. or It's just character, isn't it? Mm. It's pretty low. Mm. But I think that it's from a uh, day-to-day point of view, for me, I wonder me being out there dancing I think it's great that other people are doing I'd it. I'd love to say that. Do it for yourself, Josh. <clears throat> I'm telling you, get out there. I Wear your jumpers. <laughs> Do a yes, you're saying it's a chance well, to promote. Add to the thing. No. You, use your <laughs> No, I see how we're using the, power. the reverse to get yeah. in there. Yeah, it's a great yeah. opportunity yeah, to get our brand in front of a bunch yeah, of people, yeah. but also could do we something stick good. A bomb? <laughs> could we stick a bomb the event? No, definitely not a climate change What do you think? No, I appreciate it. I think it's not our go-to. We can only go and experience it. And see what, see what, see if it is. You, you don't know if you're. <clears throat> the thing is, it doesn't come naturally for us to have a desire to not do what we're doing on a day to day basis to go and do that. But does that mean it's <clears throat> should be done or not? I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just that's why it's like go and do it. I, I appreciate yeah. the go and do it. I it's mean, so the thing day. is, getting it's voting is, day. so getting arrested or whatever around it. There no, is. No, no. What are you talking about? I'm just talking about going to a rally where you just being at a rally. At my level. Is that the difference? I'm not locking yeah. on to shit, yeah, yeah. covering myself in concrete. Well, so this is the interesting <laughs> thing, though, I guess. It's, it's <laughs> or whatever people do. Do one of your mates do that? <laughs> no, because, so I understand. Like that That seems very different. The difference between standing up for something or whatever. But it seems like whatever this thing is that's happening, PK would be good to have on the show given his involvement. Uh, but... There's, there's, you know, there's cops saying, "Hey, like, there's, there's a way of protesting, which is the official. This has been approved, and you can go and do it. And then there's the one that's happening at the moment, which is just disruption. Is there, like, yeah, do the you see the disruption one? I'd, I'd be up for that now because mm-hmm. this is the, it's like crunch time. <clears throat> try and keep my kids alive until mm-hmm. they're old. Yeah, it just isn't going to happen. Mm. Yeah, but but when it's rally time, I'm not saying go and be an extension rebellion lock on her. I'm saying go to the mm. go to the rallies because they that is a voting day. Mm. If a hundred thousand people turn up every every Friday or whatever and march through the city, mm-hmm. then it it has an effect on the decision making. Um, Sadly, they have to wait for that. There's actually an event coming up that I think we could probably all go to. It's our 500 live show. AU79. Everyone 29th of October. There's limited seats, guys. It's oh. like 70 max. You want to stand up for good coffee? <clears throat> AU79, the best coffee in the, in the 
Yeah, business. you want to show your support for some Gronks? Get behind this. Mm. Uh, where is it, Mr. 97? Where do you find the tickets? In our Instagram bio. Fuck yeah, I'm just testing it. In <laughs> no, our Instagram bio. He's actually got a really interesting LA fact, fact today. today. Yeah, we're wrapping up. So, Derek, you'll us. love this one. Okay. During World War II, the military built simulated neighborhoods on the rooftop of the Douglas Aircraft Factory as camouflage from the Japanese bomb squads. The simulated neighbourhoods were complete with fake cars, roads, homes and trees made of burlap netting, plywood and other materials. Actors were hired to inhibit these spaces. So good. So it's literally on the, the top. Fucking actors. Yeah. The poor bastards. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit rich calling them actors. It's a bit rich calling them actors. They were the extras. On the extra money. Um, and That's so cars fantastic. would drive around? No, no, no. So they were fake cars. So fake it's cars, all, okay. everything's all like set in place or whatever. And they've just got like people like faking going in, cutting all the trees. They're showing me photos. It's literally it's like. Probably got- on top of a building roof. And it looks like they've just rolled out grass or like burlap or whatever and built trees right. and houses. What's burlap? It's up. It's like a netting material. That's what it looked What's like it in the photos. Hessian sort of thing. Amazing. Did you? Where did you? Yeah, Hessian feels- fabric. Yeah. Oh, burlap. Yeah. He's a smart kid. You Ninety-seven. Know, you know about the metal cows? Uh, the metal this cows. Is the classic one no. in Europe. So we're, I mean, they, we're sticking with LA facts. If but, you okay. had it, if you had it, oh, sorry, but it's the same thing. The distraction. <laughs> That's not the same. Thing. <laughs> it's a different country. Cows don't just stand it's around near airfields or artillery. They fuck off somewhere else, don't they? So they made. Cows out of corrugated iron and stood them around. That's a good idea. So that the spotters wouldn't see them. How about this? You know, the cow in the tree, that's some reference to that, you know, in the down at Docklands. I haven't, used to be in the shop. haven't been to Docklands. It was in the yeah. Champs Elysees. Oh, yeah. The, um, when, when I was in Turkey last year, saw a police car, drove past it. It was a cutout of a police car made out of wood. Basically, on the side of the road, looks like a. Like, like oh gonna, yeah, just just people, people, people like yeah, 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 yeah. Shit yourself, mm. shit yourself. You yeah. see cops, you panic, even if you haven't done anything. Mm. It's fair. Anyway, mm. um, we'd love you to come to our live show. Mm-hmm. Tickets are going to be gone if you don't get in. Yeah. Limited, limited. I'll get you in if uh, they say it's sold out. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I, I'll pay this, mate. If if you somehow go to our link in our bio. And there's no more tickets, and you rock up with a microphone with a cord. <laughs> yeah. We'll fucking let you in. No, you need to bring it as some form of old lanyard as well. Some kind of lanyard. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Because that's a Gronk move, and we appreciate mm-hmm. that. Uh, <laughs> just do that. You don't have to email us. Just uh, go onto our Instagram account for the next, I guess, for the next two weeks. It'll be up until the event. Did mm. we say the date of the event? 29th of October. Tuesday, the 29th of yeah. October. Yeah. It's in Abbotsford. We would suggest. Uh, there's parking at the plenty Hive. Of, pl- plenty of parking at the Hive, which is a car park. The entrance is literally next door, but all through the streets, four-hour parking, two-hour parking, because mm-hmm. it's after 6.30 p.m. that it yeah. kicks off. It's on Nichols, uh, Nicholson Street. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, it's Daily Talk Show. See you tomorrow, guys. See you guys.